What the hell was that? That's where we start today. I got home last night. Pardon me for the voice. Been up today, did a couple of radio shows uh, around the country, and uh, voice is a little bit hoarse, and last night got home late. Anyway, what the hell was that? They got their asses whipped in every facet of the game. Every facet of the game. Uh, I'm talking Packers. Badgers did, too. That was uh, that was a that was a bad loss. That was a bad loss. I know it's always you know the cliche, always tough to you know win on the road and you know in conference opponent and you know, blah 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 blah. Just another uh, you know big boatload of excuses. Um, but that Packers team yesterday, it. I sat here this morning and I started to watch it, and I find my I found myself shutting it off. And one of the things I was thinking was brought up this morning, uh, and you know me, I'm not a huge fan of, um, of, of ESPN. Uh, but I will say I do flip around. I put on Good Morning Football. I listen to different – I listen to Mad Dog Sports Radio, Fox Sports Radio. I, I try to flip around the dial as I'm getting up and doing my routine. That's what I do. And um, I, I had it on this morning in the background, and I was listening to two different things. And I had to turn the radio off because something caught my ear. And uh, I think it was the end of it. I don't know if it was Michael Irvin or Dan Orlovsky or who said it. But they said, Matt LaFleur needs to be held accountable. And I, it made my ears perk up. And they said, because... He's calling plays, or someone's calling plays, as if Devontae Adams is still there. And I was, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. So I, 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 at this point in time, I've got my laptop in front of me. I'm sitting at the breakfast bar. I'm, I'm listening to all this stuff. And so I went back and I started to watch. And um, as I did, I'm thinking, damn, they're right. Now, there were six drops yesterday in that game. Alan Lazard had an ugly drop. Romeo Dubs had an ugly drop. I mean, there were six drops in that game yesterday. So when it came to throwing the football, but here's a statistic that, that it was Dan Orlovsky and Dan Orlovsky. I like, I, cause he's very good at just breaking stuff down. But one of the things that he said was, if you look at this offense and the way Matt LaFleur is calling it, or Aaron Rodgers is calling it. And I've talked about this. It's, it's abnormal when you should be a run oriented offense because your best weapon is, is Aaron Jones, right? I think we can all agree on that. Your best weapon is Aaron Jones. He he put up the statistic. He says, you are, you are not giving your run game a chance. And this is what I've been saying, is if you are not under center, you're kind of dictating how things are going to go to begin with. Out of, uh, what was it, 226 plays, 191 have been run out of shotgun. I was like, whoa! Now, I know the league has gone to a quarterback-driven shotgun league, okay? I understand that. But when you look at that number, 191 to 35, 35 plays, that's it. Out of 226, 35 plays have been run under center. And out of those plays... The success of positive yardage of two yards or more has been 19. So your, per, your success percentage under center 
has been far greater than your success percentage out of shotgun and your success percentage overall. And and so the, the diagnosis was you are acting like you still have Devontae, and you don't. He's gone. He's not walking through that door. You had to change. You had a whole offseason to understand you don't have a star receiver. Stop acting like Alan Lazard's it. Stop acting like Randall Cobb is it. Stop acting like you have Devontae. And you'll be better. Your identity needed to flip. And it didn't. Shame on Matt LaFleur. This whole thing about they work hard, they, they really put good schemes together, they do. If you have Devontae, you, he's not walking through that door. Now, what's past is past, okay? Why he's not here and all that, who cares? He's not coming through the door, who cares? So I started to watch this game in a different mindset. I'm going to watch it again this afternoon when I get off the air. But I started to watch this, and I'm thinking, damn if he's not right. They're still dropping back. They're still, you know, the whole thing was supposed to be motion, right? It was supposed to be motion and run game. Now, the caveat to this is that you can do all of that if you've got anybody on the offensive line that is worth a blank. Yesterday, they absolutely got their lunch money stolen from them. That was the most pathetic offensive line display I can remember in a long time. You, fl- I hope they're listening. You flat out got your ass whipped. If that was a fight, they would have stopped it in about the third round because you had no answer, none. They were stunning. They were beating you. They- At one point in time, John Runyon was turned around running towards the quarterback. He got spun around, beat up, and pushed forward so when you're backing up right you know what i'm talking about he's backing up he's backing up he's trying to trying to fend off the defender instead the defender turned him now the defender's pushing up field towards aaron Rodgers with runyon's back and runyon is spun around getting pushed up field like running towards aaron Rodgers. like like just it, it was just amazing just amazing. Elton Jenkins, you need to be a guard. Stop listening to your agent. Stop with all this BS. You want to be paid like a tackle. You're not a tackle. You're a guard. Period. End of story. And if you don't have the ability to convert Josh Nyman from left tackle to right tackle, then Brian Gutekunst, shame on you. And what happened, is that, what happened to Sean Ryan and Zach Tom? They were talking about these guys progressing and so good, and they can't even smell the field. If they were that good, you can try something else. Well, you know, when you're a, when you're a boxer and you're in the corner and they're beating the hell out of you, you have one of two choices: start swinging like a wild man and just hope that something lands, right? Or your trainer throws in the towel. Matt Lafleur has mismanaged the offensive line. Go back to last year when he is the one solely responsible for effing up that uh, that playoff game when he clearly saw the line wasn't worth a blank. Matt LaFleur is on the hot seat. Not as a coach as far as losing his job. I'm talking about criticism now. Okay? When you screwed that up, you should have been a man, admitted your mistake, and changed it and went back. Screw the egos. It's about winning. It's about money. People are paying money to come and see you. 
You've got the ultimate ego on this team. You've kissed his ass for a long time. Now it's about accountability. You, you, you screwed that up yesterday because you're, you had no answer. At that point, you're just throwing anything at the door to see if it sticks. Somebody's got to stop. When the dam is bursting, you don't keep sticking the same stick in the, in the same hole, realizing the water's still coming through. You go with a different stick or a bigger stick or a different Band-Aid or some. you got to stop the water. Rodgers took a beating yesterday. Took a beating yesterday. I counted 11, 11 times he got hit. I mean hit. There's times you get shoved and pushed around. And everything, but I counted 11 times he got hit yesterday. That, that was a pitiful performance. And to keep sitting here, bald face, looking. Because I, I give credit. The media yesterday hammered them a little bit. Hammered them a little bit. Kudos. To those that were actually inside 1265 down in that media auditorium asking Matt LaFleur, you keep saying you're going to run the ball. Three carries for Aaron Jones in the first half. Oh, that's unacceptable. i got to look at the tape. We can pretty much just put that on, on, on autoplay. Oh, that's unacceptable. i got to look at the tape. That's, that's you know, unacceptable. Just everything in life now, I want you to walk around the streets of Wisconsin, wherever you're at. I want T-shirts. We should all get T-shirts for the next home game. Just says that's unacceptable. We got to look at the tape. That that's that's what we need to write because that's that's your cliche answer. That's your craptastic answer. Unacceptable. Got to look at the tape. Oh, Aaron Rodgers got hit eleven times. Uh, we tried uh, different things on the offensive line. The same thing didn't work again. So we uh, that's unacceptable. We'll have to look at the tape. Sorry. And I'll be honest, and, and Buck says uh, we're coming down pretty hard on the Packers. You know what, Buck? Nobody has a problem getting praised. Nobody has a problem being held up and look at your record and the fastest you know, winning percentage of any young coach in the first three seasons in comparison to Lombardi, in comparison to any other great coach that's ever donned the sidelines. And looking at Aaron Rodgers and the completion to pick percentage and such and look at him as one of the statistically greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game and accept the awards and be the MVP and stand on stage and you've got your own platform to be kind of smug and arrogant and that's so be over there with uh, Pat McAfee and pee on everybody else that has any opinion about you and this and that. Well, that's fine. But when the stuff is real and everybody sees it coming but you, now it's the time to be accountable. And now it's the time for people, whether it's people in the media, whether it's fans, whether it's people inside 1265, whether it's other organizations, whether it's, whether it's, it's, it's people that are commentators, Everybody see, has seen this. We all talked about it. It's going to have to be a motions-led offense. It's going to have to be a run-led offense. A lot of two-back sets. Take the pressure off of Aaron Rodgers to be great all the time. You know why? Because it takes two to tango, and you've got one dance partner. That's Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have greatness. He's got an old dude that's probably done for a long period of time in Randall Cobb. He's got a third-rate wide receiver in Alan Lazard at best. At best, stop telling me Alan Lazard's a one or a two. He's not. You got Romeo Dobbs, young guy coming on. Christian Watson, he's a paperweight. You drafted a paperweight. You didn't go out and, and make a trade for Tariq Hill. You didn't go out and you, we haven't heard anything about you just throwing extra money at OBJ to come here and help us. Whatever it happens to be, 
the, there, there's no deal in the works right now, and I'm not saying OBJ's the answer. I'm just saying that there's there were wide receivers on the market. You you needed you saw the exodus. I'm not saying Equinemia St. Brown or Marquez Valdez Scanling, although he would his speed would be nice to have at least, but something different. It it just it's mind numbing when you see it coming and you don't have an answer. Now, it could just be like Major League Baseball. Every now and then you have a game where you meet an opponent and they score 10, they score 12, 13, 15, 16 on you, and you can't stop them. And you, no matter who you put on the mound, it, they're going to get beat. So, therefore, you end up throwing a left fielder or you throw a right fielder or a short shortstop who's got a little bit of accuracy to pitch the ninth inning. Okay, it happens. You were taken to the woodshed. But we have seen this coming. Your most solid win. Your most solid win of the season was against a bad Bears team. You played an okay game, good enough to win against Tom Brady and a weaponless team. You faced a Giants team without three of their six wide receivers, without all of their corners, and losing three offensive linemen and Daniel Jones, who could barely walk midweek. And you got beat. You couldn't chase them down. And now a Jets team who is decent. They're not great. But they're strong up front. And we talked about this defense, didn't we? We talked about it last week and specifically during the huddle on Wednesday night. When you sat there and you started to look at the statistics and really got into the numbers of that Jets team. And you started to look at the picks. You started to look at the pressures, the sacks. They were fifth in the league, man, coming in. You're thinking, wow, that's okay. Got a, got a strong offensive line, right? No. And what they did was they grabbed you by your ankles and went pow, 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 right on your ass and whipped you to death. That's what they did. And you didn't have an answer. Then they set you on your feet. You're standing there. You're rubbing your ass. You're like, mommy. And then they punched you right in the nose. No answer. And Matt LaFleur you go check the tape because it's unacceptable. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. One of the worst things that you can hear, you have cancer. The worst is when you hear the words, your child has cancer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, it changes their world. Sometimes they can't even do things that they really love, like playing soccer, riding a bike, going to prom, attending school. Children with cancer spend a lot of time away from others, time in the hospital, treatments, tired, nauseous, and they feel isolated. That's where Special Spaces Wisconsin steps in. They provide these children with a special space where they can not only sleep, but they can play, they can heal, they can spend time away from the challenges of their illness. It's a customized bedroom designed just for them. How about a princess castle or a pirate ship or a sports-themed bedroom? They transform that child's existing bedroom into a place that only he or she can imagine. A place for them just to be a kid. This effort is done with teams of dedicated volunteers and sponsors, just like our friends from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and all the community partners. If you'd like to find out more or to donate, go to specialspaces.org. That is specialspaces.org.
Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Hit us up. We'd love to have you on board. Uh, Bill Michael show continues. Packers beaten yesterday by the uh, New York Jets. And um, beaten in woodshed style. I mean, physically beaten up. They just uh, they didn't have an answer yesterday, for lack of a better term. Uh, Jan says, spot on. Love the analysis and the opening rant. Uh, always love the passion on a Monday after a Packers loss. And I think you're saying what a lot of us have been saying for a long time, that the front office is not paying attention to what everybody else can obviously see. Now, I will say, and I'm not backpedaling here, that we don't know every damn thing, okay? We, we're pretty damn smart. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But we don't know everything because we don't know – we're not privy to everything inside the, the, the locker room, okay? And we're not privy at every practice and such, and we think we know everything. And to a certain extent, we can see a lot, but we don't necessarily know everything, right? Okay. But I'll tell you this. We can see on the field – what works and doesn't work. Packers fans are not stupid by any stretch. Not not at all. Um, so I I can't imagine that there is something so beneath the surface that we don't have any idea as to what we're talking about. Does that make sense? I think it does. I um, I think that there's a lot there that you can grab onto. I, I don't I don't doubt that. There's a lot you can grab onto and say this just isn't working. Where did the motion go? Where did the the creativity of the offense go? Line up Aaron Rodgers in a shotgun. Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon next to him. Split your wides, maybe put one guy in a in a short motion to flip-flop the wide to the slot. Stutter step handoff to Aaron Jones or quick out to somebody. Or Aaron Rodgers stand in the pocket, pat, 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 start to scramble, and then try to hit the open man. That's their offense. That's it. Correct me. If I'm wrong, correct me. That's it. Or five wide. Nobody, naked shotgun, third and short, third and three, third and two, Aaron Jones, maybe in motion from a running back out of shotgun over to a slot receiver, and then throw 45 yards downfield. It, it's, not, it's not hard to figure this out anymore. It was funny because we're in the, in the press box calling plays. It's, it's gotten to that. Us, unknowing, unworthy, uncreative, dumbasses in the press box being able to call your offense. To a T! I guess we looked at the film and, and we'll, we'll figure it out. It's unacceptable. Uh, there you go. God forbid. I, I, somebody give me a T-shirt. It's unacceptable. We'll look at the film. Or look at the tape. I just, it, that's what it is. 
and I haven't even gotten to the defense. Joe Barry yesterday started out press man. And we looked at each other and went, whoa! And they played well. Gave up three points in the first half. And then they give up the touchdown. And now it's 10-3. And Joe Barry, in his aggressive... I I would assume at that point he stood up at halftime and clapped, and then when he went to sit back down, he accidentally, like, inverted his spine and he rolled under himself, and then his head went, well, you know where he sat. And so it went back. And then it was, we can't stop the run. We can't, you know, all the same old crap you've heard. I Look, I give it up for the defense. At least the defense played a really good half to two and a half quarters of football. I'll give it I'll give it up to them. Because at least he listened for a short period of time and then after that it was they played scared. Oh we oh we can't let them score again. We cuz we can't come back. You know why? Cuz you have zero faith in your offense. None. None. No faith in your offense. And then ladies and gentlemen, that brings us back to special teams. Pat O'Donnell, back for the punt. There's the snap. It's blocked! Oh, God, I'm having flashbacks. Wait a minute. What? Is San Francisco on the field? Holy crap. Then the Packers score. Aaron Rodgers hit, roughing the passer. It'll be enforced on the kick, which I think sucks, but it'll be enforced on the kick. Okay. They're kicking from, like, the 50, right? So what do you call? You don't kick it out of the end zone for a touchback. You do exactly what Rich Bisaccia decided to do. I want a pooch kick to the corner. And because you get an extra 10, you're down there much quicker. You're, we're going to pin him back inside the 10-yard line. Because if he decides to return it, we got him. There you go. It's the right call. It's the absolute right call. And so they go running down there, and I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. You got two guys. I haven't even looked at who did it. Two guys in the middle split. Right? like a good pair of thighs on a Friday night. They split wide open. And I'm like, oh, my God, Moses just parted the Red Sea. Here we go. Out across the 10, across the 15, across the 20, out to the 25, out to the 30. What was a solid plan was executed by moronic people. I, I don't – you didn't teach it that way. It was just an all-out, craptastic performance. And this would be the one in which you would walk in today if you're Matt LaFleur and go, guys, we're not going to look at this tape. We're not going to look at it. Because we all know it was bad. We don't need to dwell on it. We got fi- Because you can't scheme out physical. So today's the day that I want everybody to get in the hot tub Everybody go get therapy. Everybody go to get looked at. But on Wednesday when you come back here, you had better be ready to get back to work. And I mean work. None of this candy-ass players association can't do nothing. Wuss stuff. Get back to work. We're going to go back to fundamentals. We're going to go back to blocking. If we got to put you on sleds, we're going to put you on sleds. This is not about installing a game plan for our next upcoming opponent. This is about the embarrassment 
of you getting your ass whipped. And, oh, by the way, the quarterback, you're going to be working too. None of this ayahuasca and you're blowing turds all over the field and all that kind of stuff and you're cool and wearing your cool shirts and your Prada shoes. No, you're going to work your ass off too because you're a part of this team, and if you're not, then get the hell out. We can lose just as easy with Jordan Love as we can lose with you. That's the message today. And if Matt LaFleur doesn't have the ability to do it, then he doesn't have the cojones to do it, which means you need another coach. Because this has been a really bad, unwell-thought-out performance so far this season by the Green Bay Packers. There you go. 877-867-1670. You know, you're right, Pac fan. A quarterback, they'll never say that to the quarterback. That'll never happen. That'll never happen. He's now Tom Brady. He can go to weddings on Saturday nights. He can take two weeks off during training camp. They will uh, they will have a giant pair of lips in his locker that he can sit on every time he comes back in and he's he's gonna put his shoes on. So there's something kissing his ass. And just there, there's all that's always gonna be there. It's always going to be there. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's do this. We're going to open up the phone lines, and we're going to talk to everybody coming back. we got Matt Mitchell. Going to do a little betting coming up here after the uh, the next segment. Uh, and then we got Eric Baranchek. We're going to break down the film from yesterday. But the next segment, all you, all the time. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We are brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we got Joe Mamas. Joe Mamas on the schedule coming up um, coming up this Wednesday night. We're going to be at, uh, at Joe Mamas and hanging out there, Looking, which is we're looking forward to it, by the way, uh, And uh, which is a great place. They've got a macaroni and cheese that make you go out of your damn mind. It's that good. It's really, really good stuff. So looking forward to that. Joe Mama's Wednesday night, all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk now. So come on out. Joe Mama's out in Colgate, Wisconsin, coming up on Wednesday. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. All right, let's get to it. Let's go to Jake listening to us in Green Bay. Jake, how you doing today, man? What's up? I'm good. How are you, man? I am. Uh, I'm good. I've got it out of my system. Now we're ready to talk. So I just wanted to comment that I mean I thought they would go out and just run the ball and run the ball and run the ball, like they said they were going to, but they couldn't move the ball running it. I mean the game I watched, it, it was like the, like you said, the offensive line was on roller skates the whole game. I mean what was Aaron Jones' uh, average carry? Like two yards. Uh, not much, if anything, yeah. I mean, they I think they handed him the ball nine times, and he got, like, 19 yards. Yeah, it wasn't much. So, I I mean, I get why they went to throwing it, because they couldn't move the ball while they were running it. The offensive line looked terrible, I'll give you that, but you cannot just sit back there in shotgun and and just throw the ball. I mean, if, if, if running the ball doesn't work between A.J. – because uh, Aaron Jones had 2.1 yards per carry – A.J. Dillon had over four. You got to keep trying to pound it. Because if you think you're going to wear out a defensive front 
uh, by just sitting in shotgun and throwing the ball all day, all the time for two seconds at a time, it, 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 that isn't going to do it. You have got to have an offensive line that at least gets into some kind of rhythm be, to be able to run the football. And they, they just didn't do it. They just abandoned it. And the motion and all of that stuff that we saw that worked so well in so many different uh, scenarios early on in ballgames, that wasn't there. When you looked at the first three and out, didn't you go, what the hell was that? Oh, absolutely. I, I was confused. Right? I agree. I, I just I, – I, I'd never seen – when we talk about the, the scripted plays, they've been pretty good early on in ball games, Even if their first scenario didn't work, they've been pretty good about coming back and sticking to the plan. It's like after that first one, they just said, oh, my God, we can't handle them, and they just abandoned everything. It seemed like as soon as they went off script in that two minutes in the second quarter, I mean, it almost looked like, wow, they can actually move the ball. Yeah. Yep, they moved it a little bit, and then it was not much. And then every time they did get a couple of good runs, don't get me wrong, because remember they had some big runs. The Aaron Jones run got called back because of holding. They had some big plays, and they just didn't go back to it. Now, granted, they were in long situations that dictated you throw the ball, so I understand that, but it just seemed like they just abandoned it. They just said to hell with it and started throwing the throwing the football. And I'm not even going to say they deferred to Aaron Rodgers, but they basically said, Aaron, go win us a game. And he just doesn't have the weaponry to do so. I agree. Thank you for your time, sir. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Uh, let's go to Chris listening to us down in Tampa. Chris, how you doing? What's going on, man? Well, good thing is I'm in still in 80-degree weather. So oh, yeah, I things. see snow flurries outside the window here. <laughs> um, dang, man, you know, everything, your opening statements, everything, it, is, it's refreshing to hear somebody actually tell the truth and not candy wipe the stuff, man. This, this, team, this team's in disarray right now, and, and I don't know how they're going to pull it back together. I mean, you got Washington coming up. Um, you know, we should beat them, but who the hell knows now? And then you got, like, Buffalo and Dallas and the Rams and all these other teams mm-hmm. coming up. You know, we're, we're in for a tough sled. If we, you know, why, why aren't we using the tight end in the passing game? You know, short stuff. I, I don't even know last time I saw him run a screen. I mean, they're, they're, I don't well, know the play calling. Yesterday, not- speaking, speaking of the tight end, yesterday Robert Tanyan for a tight end set a record in catches, 12 targets, 10 catches. 90 yards. So they that's the only guy that was consistently catching a football. Okay, but on a regular basis, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't, I didn't get right. to see the, the game. It was the highlight stuff down here yesterday because they didn't, it went on national TV. So, um, But, you know, uh, it's still the same thing, though. It, they're not using uh, their running backs. And then when they start using them, oh, hey, how about I throw some lob? How many defenses now know that Aaron Rodgers is just going to lob the ball up? You know, he's not throwing, you know, heaters. He's lobbing mm-hmm. the ball up for a long pass. You know, defensive backs like, I'll go catch that. I'll run over there and catch right. that. Just stick with your receiver. Like, and like you said, Lazard, he's a, he's a three receiver. He's not a number one. I mean, come on. Right. We, don't, we haven't had a, a, a number two or a number three good receiver in years. You know, Devontae was a yep. one, two, and three in one package. Yep, so, absolutely. You know, I, mean, I I'm agree. Not gonna, I'm, not gonna, I'm not jumping off the bridge or anything yet because, you know, there's only – I think four teams that have um, are a better record than the Packers in the in the conference, and there's a lot of teams that are at three and three. So you know now's not time to jump the ship, but good lord, man, they better pull it together quickly. Um, <laughs> now would be a good time for a buy. A good time for a buy would be right now, but you know that's not in the cards yet. But you know, come on, man, this team's better than that. And and Aaron Rodgers maybe next 
next off season needs to come up with something better than his, you know, his mushroom stuff yeah. or something because he's playing like crap just as well. Yep. No, so I would agree, man. And, and, yeah, and it's hard to tell when I when people are, you know, trash talking me. Oh well, shit, we beat the Bears. Wow, big deal. Right. You know? No, I, beat, I completely agree. The that, that's their best win. Yeah, beat, that's their best win. Yeah, we beat the Buccaneers, and they were shorthanded. So that's, you know, meh. And that was only 14 to 12. I mean, come on. Right. Our defense is <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so um, I'm still with them. I always will be with them. But, uh, uh, boy, better pull on your you – take off your grandma panties put on your man drawers because it's going to be a long season otherwise. Yep, it is, no doubt. Appreciate the phone call, man. This is the – this week – in Washington is the get right game this week. Um, at the beginning of the season, there were things that I had stated about the record when I went through and I started to make my picks, and I thought, ah, 13 wins, 13, 14 wins. Look at it. Under Matt LaFleur, they've been great at defending the home. So I thought, nah, okay, maybe one loss at Lambeau, but probably not. I thought overseas against the Giants, that's a win. No doubt. Jets at home, that's a win. Washington on the road, that's a win. They'd probably lose to the Bills. So we thought, ah, the Vikings, the Buccaneers, the Bills, there's your three losses. Maybe throw another one in the mix before it's all said and done. You know, maybe if you you probably get one, you, you shouldn't and give up one. Maybe you lose to the Eagles, although at the beginning of the season, I didn't think they'd lose to the Eagles. I thought, you know, it's always quirky when they play the Lions. Maybe they'll lose to the Lions. But they're great at home. So there's no way the Cowboys are going to get them. No way the Titans are going to get them. The Rams, tough game, but it's at home. There's no way the Rams are going to get them. Vikings, Lions, no, not going to happen. I think they can beat the Commanders. They're going to get humiliated in Buffalo. I think the Lions are going to give them one hell of a game. And since it's in Detroit, I'm picking the Lions. The Cowboys are going to whoop their ass. The Titans are going to do exactly what the Packers should do, and that's run the ball all over them. The Eagles, that's going to be an embarrassment. They can beat Chicago. The Rams are going to beat them. Down in Miami, if two is back and strong and that offense is back to clicking, they're going to get humiliated there. The Vikings are going to beat them, and they'll beat the Lions at home. What is that? Seven wins? Right now? And I'll be honest, I don't know if just getting a guy like an OBJ or making a trade for a number one wide receiver or something to that ilk, I don't even know if that's going to help them. I mean, to the point where they actually go back to looking like a decent offensive unit. Uh, this is from uh, Christian who says, uh, what Aaron Rodgers needs to do is be a little more fiery like Tom Brady. Tom Brady has the rings. But Tom Brady took two weeks off at training camp and left to go to a wedding on Saturday night. Stop it. His most important thing in the world was football. And he, le he left his team and then had the gall to sit there and scream at them yesterday. To me, he looked like a fool. He's off getting pictures, having a few beverages, hanging out with Robert Kraft and Kraft's new, new wife and... Instead, you're not with your team. You're not doing, you know, it, it. when Tom Brady was locked in and doing anything and everything he could to be at OTAs, be at minicamps, get on the same page, be the example, strive to be the guy to teach 
those around you what you want and need. And this season, it's been clear. This is his last season. This is it. He's not coming back. Not the same dude. Rodgers, he believes, Rodgers, smart guy, physically capable. But the, the edge to get everybody around you great is gone. He doesn't want to do it anymore. That's the beginning of the end. Still incredibly talented, but you need talented people around you for you to be great as well. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Matt Mitchell, Action Network. Go over some of the betting, some of the stuff from the weekend, some of the stuff upcoming. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers lose to the Jets 27-10 before 78,000 fans at Lambeau Field. And for the second week in a row, Green Bay fell behind to a New York team 17-3 and never recovered. Matt LaFleur. That was very humbling when you're in your own building and you get taken like that and lose by three scores. we got to be better. Absolutely. Uh, coach it better. Got to execute better. We got to get back to work. It's the first time the Packers have had back-to-back losses since LaFleur took over in 2019. Alan Lazard on what it was like in the locker room after the game. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely a different feeling. And um, most importantly, I think it's just unacceptable. Um, being here, playing for the Green Bay Packers, we know what the standard is, we know what the expectations are. And we failed to, to, to reach that. The Jets got creative on offense with end runs, reverses, and jet sweeps. Rookie running back Brees Hall on his 34-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was supposed to be a, a reverse pass, so I was supposed to pitch it to Garrett. But I felt the DN was too far upfield, so I couldn't get the pitch off. And I just saw daylight and just let my natural ability take over. At just age 23, Jets quarterback Zach Wilson on getting the win at Lambeau against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's crazy for me, right? Because like this guy's been my idol since I was, you know, eight years old. So I can remember watching football. You know, he was the quarterback. I copied everything, um, tried to be just like him. So it's you know, as ugly of a game as that was, uh, it was a cool moment. So the Jets are now four and two. The Packers are three and three and head to Washington next week. Aaron Rodgers. I'm not gonna freak out or you know make any grand statements. I'm just going to get back to what I do best, go through the process, you know, have real good conversations with Matt and with our staff and, and try and get this thing fixed. That's Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers from Lambeau Field. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Time to talk a little betting, a little stuff going on out there. When it comes to maybe making you some money, it's brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Don't forget about the 500,000 October Best Saturdays going on right now at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Go to PaysBig.com for all the details. Matt now joining us uh, over on the hotline. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Bill, as a Bills fan and a Mariners fan, this weekend was a real roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> as a Packers fan, we're drained of emotion. Just to let you know, it's 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 kind of out. It's we're just white. Bill, Bill yeah, I know. Plenty of room on the Bills bandwagon. We can take all the Packers fans. You're gonna <laughs> hate it. Everyone has a terrible attitude in the Bills fan base, but yeah, we may take it all the way to the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, it's uh, it, it was boy, what a what an ugly weekend for the Green Bay Packers. How much money was lost? Because money started to pour in on the Jets in this one, right? Yeah, a lot of professional betters love the Jets. I was surprised that number stayed as high as it did with the Packers playing a little bit over a touchdown, about a touchdown uh, for basically the whole week. But boy, they've got to be one of the most uh, you know, if you're a gambler, one of the most pessimistic three and three teams across the league. They are struggling, you know, basically in every facet. Who were the big winners this weekend? Who was a team that uh, a lot of people just kind of overlooked, but if you had dropped a few on it, uh, you probably walked away with a pant load? Well, the the Seahawks continue to be a team to bet on. Cliff Kingsbury uh, continues his struggles with the Arizona Cardinals. They looked absolutely dreadful. Uh, Also, New England Patriots, boy, Bill Belichick sure does love sticking it to the Cleveland faithful. He's been doing mm-hmm. that for what feels like 40 years. And I think one of the one of the biggest surprises was the New York Giants pulling off the upset as five-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Baltimore Ravens. Underdogs uh, and favorites split six and six, but every underdog that covered this weekend won outright. That's amazing. you got a game tonight, uh, the Monday night contest. The Broncos on the road taking on the Chargers. And uh, this is uh, the Chargers giving four and a half in this contest where it stands right now. Give me your thoughts. For the 400th time, it feels like this season, we've got to watch this horrendous Denver Broncos offense in prime time. But a lot of betters are leaning on the Denver Broncos here at four and a half. That's a lot of points in a game that is not going to be considered high scoring with a total of 45. I think if you bet this game, you have to plug your nose throw a tarp over the television, and take the Denver Broncos with the four-and-a-half. The, the Broncos are – they have the best unit in the whole, the whole game. Their defense is better than any of the other three units, offense and defense. Brandon Staley, the coach of the Chargers, seems like – he seems like a madman sometimes the way he calls these games. And I think ultimately they may pull up the win, but thinking that the Chargers win by five or more, I think is asking a lot of this team right now with their injuries. I know it's a quick turnaround. Cardinals at home. You just talked about Cliff Kingsbury, and he continues to unimpress. They're giving one and a half to an incoming Saints team that came just an inch close to uh, beating Cincinnati, and Cincinnati pulled that out down in the Big Easy. Give me your thoughts on that contest for Thursday Night Football. Yeah, I would be surprised if this number stays like this. Obviously, home teams have an enormous advantage on short rest in these situations, uh, and I I can't remember if this is the game or if it's next week that DeAndre Hopkins returns for the Cardinals. That will provide them with a big lift. But I worry at this point if they're if they're going to lay down their swords with Cliff and see if they can get him fired the way that the the Panthers did for Matt Rule. If I'm touching this game, which I can't really help myself, I'm sure I will. I'll definitely be taking the Saints in this one as a short underdog. The interesting one, and we'll talk more about it on Friday, but the interesting one, Lions coming off of the bye. They're 1-4. and four. They've been a scrappy team. The last time we saw them, they got blown out by the Patriots. The Cowboys just get beat uh, last night uh, against the Eagles. you got to assume they're coming out with a case of vengeance. We don't know for sure who the quarterback's going to be, but Dallas starts out a seven-point favorite. Is it safe to take that, do you think, or do you think this scrappy Lions team keeps it close? I love the Lions in this. Seven's a lot of points. I think this is a Dallas team that finally got exposed. If you can uh, protect your quarterback, you can beat the Dallas Cowboys. And if you can score with the Lions, typically have no problem doing they until, until their shutout loss. They have the highest scoring offense in the league. Uh, that's how you beat the Cowboys. You make Cooper Rush try to beat you. I love catching the touchdown with Detroit. I think the, the Dallas love has you know, 
it almost reached its crescendo before they were brought down to earth by Philly. And I think they showed just enough. They, they had strong enough showing that they're still perceived as being a, a real power player. I think Detroit catching seven is too many. I got up this morning. I saw the line. I bet it immediately. I put 50 bucks down on the Jets. The Denver Broncos are giving three at home. And the Broncos look like crap. Uh, I took the Jets uh, to win the ball game outright and threw 50 on it. I just had to after watching that dominating performance. Is that a weird line to you? It's, it speaks to a perception that it's, it's just as insane to think that Zach Wilson and the New York Jets can go on the road and win at Lambeau and then turn around, fly to altitude, and do it against the Denver Broncos. That's a really tricky one-two step to pull out two road victories like that. You're certainly buying high on the Jets, right? But I think this might be a team that is mispriced still based on preseason expectations. Same with the Atlanta Falcons, who have covered every Mm -hmm. game so far. So I can't can't hate you for betting the Jets here against a team that... Yeah, I just saw the physicality they played. Yeah, no doubt. It's always great, buddy. We're going to talk again on Friday, but thanks for joining us, okay? Some good stuff. Good luck, everybody. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. Pack fans, so I admitted to betting illegally on the air. Oh, no. No, not in the state of Wisconsin. No, 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 no. No, I didn't do that. Duh. It never happens. Thanks to Matt Mitchell, the Action Network, joining us. Good to have you. Good to have you. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. we got a lot to get to. Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette is going to be joining us. We'll talk with him about breaking down the film on this contest. On this just butt whooping out behind the woodshed that the Green Bay Packers took. That portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. More of the Bill Michael Show is next.